0: I'm Chase and you're listening to The Angry Millennial and I don't know how I got here, I don't know why I'm in this room or what they just fed me, but you're listening to The Angry Millennial.
1: Thanks for tuning in and welcome to The Angry Millennial Podcast with your host, Jose Rosado, and co-host, Stevie Chris, where we talk to creatives and entrepreneurs from all walks of life and passions about the creative lifestyle, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Be sure to check out our site, theangrymillennialshow.com And sign up for our newsletter to be eligible for prizes and giveaways, as well as stay up to date with new shows and upcoming guests. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey guys, who doesn't love really well-designed photography clothing? Check out ClickGearClothing.com, a lifestyle for urban photographers. All Angry Millennial listeners can use coupon code ANGRYPHOTO to receive 20% off any order. And the first three people who sign up for our newsletter after the show will get a free $25 gift card. Now guys, be sure to also check them out on Instagram at clickgearclothingltd. What's going on, AM Nation? And welcome to the Angry Millennial Show, where we chat with creatives and entrepreneurs about the creative lifestyle, the good, the bad, the ugly. (laughs) We're recording from WPPI in Vegas this week, with some of the most talented photographers from around the country. Today, we have glamour photographer and host of Backyard TV, Nino Batista. What's going on, brother? Hey, dude. What's up? What's going on? So thanks for coming out. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me out. Hey, and I'm glad we finally get to meet. Right. You know, it's been a while. (laughs) And by a while, you mean never. Well, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think Zach Sutton takes the cake. When, when we we finally met at ppe last year yeah. Yeah. and i've known him since Flickr, like that's how far back it went and we just never fucking met like <laughs> it was crazy um so real quick tell me tell me about what's going on and why you're out here gosh why am i out here <laughs> what brings you to
0: wppi uh, that's just it every time i come to wppi admittedly mm-hmm. twice
1: mm-hmm.
0: i actually don't go um <laughs> I give workshops, off-site yeah, workshops, because yeah. WPPI, I've been told to apply as a speaker. Yeah, yeah, it never yeah. works out. I don't care. It's not that big a deal. But I come out here and do workshops, yeah. um, lighting, studio lighting. Last year, I was at the Cosmo doing a, what was
1: that, a suite or whatever we had. That was cool. Nice. Um, Is um, the Cosmo the one that has those weird uh, ads of, probably. Like, like, the ones where it's, like, everyone in an elevator, you know, and it's, like, some old Ralph Lauren dude and, like, I don't know. a hooker. I don't know. It it's might like, be. It was like the co- at the Cosmo.
0: It totally might be, you the know, Cosmo, like it totally right, it's fits playing
1: out. off of like Hot Vegas. What <laughs> stays in thing? I don't know.
0: But my problem is, like I said, last year I, I had this big ass suite in the Cosmo. Great workshop. It went fine, but yeah. I just booked myself up with shooting, and mm-hmm. I went downstairs to Walgreens on the strip because I'm a wild man. Yep. And I, my, I was
1: there, so I got bottles see? of water and granola bars and Wal- fucking bananas. Walgreens is where it's lit at. as fuck, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I went to Walgreens up and down, up and down, with, and I blinked, and five fucking days had passed by, and I'm like. I didn't do Vegas at all. <laughs> Time to go home. Um well, doing the Cosmos kind of it. But yeah. anyway, this year came back. Um we had some studio called the Art. It's like a it's so Vegas, man. Like you It's so Vegas. It's don't you can't describe it. Like you're walking through this mall. Imagine a mall, seriously. You walk yeah. through a mall and you get to this glass sort of storefront and it's an yeah. art gallery. But when you walk in, it's basically a bunch of large canvas prints of glamour nudes. Oh shit. And then there's a studio in the back. So, you, you cool. know, it's like, where else do you see that in Vegas? Except Vegas, excuse me. Yeah, no. So, so I did a class there, cool studio, cool location, did all that. And then we went out to, what is it called again, Ryan? The Nelson, Nelson, on oh. the desert. Yeah, the old mining town. We're shooting out there, and oh, nice. after this, we're shooting out there again. So my point is, I came out here and did the same shit. I booked <laughs> myself a workshop, booked myself a bunch of shoots, right? And I might go to WPPI, maybe.
1: <laughs> you literally just use it for the, you know, the migration of people. Yeah, pretty much. I always <laughs> meet some people while I'm here, but phones yeah. are blowing up constantly. Nice. So. <laughs> nice. so um uh, how like how much do you like how much do you fill them like twenty people ten people oh, no 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 twenty is out of control yeah uh, no usually eight to twelve eight to try to keep, yeah okay. yeah I nice. don't
0: it's very hands on so I don't right I can't I don't talk to fifty people I can't do that. yeah I know it's, I mean I can uh, do that but that's boring for them
1: <laughs> you know what freaks me out when I see people doing those those um uh photo walks right and there's like a thousand fucking it looks like a zombie no. horde and they're just walking around taking pictures and. <laughs> Kind of freaks me out a little bit. I've like, never I'm, done those. Are I mean, they are they that are they that stupid? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I mean you know, I uh, we, like we talked about I used to shoot glamour too growing like when I started out and yeah. and it like it did like I went to some things that did made me feel uncomfortable and I'm pretty fucking <laughs> like it takes a lot to make me feel weird. And I think what what the biggest thing was when suddenly you like the model either topless or whatever, mm-hmm. right, in some array. And you have like all of a sudden like 30 dudes just all around you, you know, taking the same fucking picture. And I'm like, God, this is kind of kind of like a fucking photo gangbang. Like I don't really even want to be in here.
0: And I try to avoid that, honestly, Ah, in my classes. I go one at a time and I crack the whip and I was like, stop it. I don't do the paparazzi (laughs) gang shit. It's really weird. And they try. They'll snipe from the sides and call them out on it. Stop it.
1: (laughs) So, all right, let's get into it. All right. Um, tell me a bit about, you know, how it started. We've always creative, you know, a lot a lot of people we've been talking to have been like graphic artists or painters. Uh, tell me about, you know, how photography came about for you.
0: Well, okay. The very, very beginning is my dad. My oh, dad's a photographer. Nice. And he has been since I was born. So...
1: He's um, he still shooting now? Yeah.
0: Awesome. He but he went from portrait work, weddings and seniors and all that in the 80s and 90s, Early 90s. He went into luxury real estate. So he does Ooh. architectural real estate photography. Nice. He says he likes it better because houses don't complain. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> and office that's, buildings don't complain.
1: That's why That's why my one <laughs> buddy used to shoot cars. Really yeah. quiet Asian dude. He was in all the big magazines. <laughs> and then I finally meet him. And he's like some six foot Yao Ming looking motherfucker with like <laughs> uh, khaki shorts and like the tube socks. I was like, damn, dude, this is not at all what I imagined, you know? And... We were talking. He shot my car. I was in the cars back then, and he. uh, We're at the bar afterward, and I go. So, what made you get into like you know shooting shooting cars? And he goes, "Um, "They don't talk back." Yeah, like literally. But it was so fucking crazy (laughs) that uh, we had a couple buddies who would always assist him on shoots, like for big magazines. And I kid you not, he would get so into setups and shots. That clients would be asking him questions and he would not even fucking respond. Not even respond. And it would yeah. get to the point. It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So what Eric is trying to say is, and I was like, dude, that's kind of fucking boss. But I'm get in his zone. I hear you. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, but it's true though. Like, yeah, I shoot glamour models, quote unquote. But I shoot a lot of things too. Right. right? When you have. Cars and houses, the talk back thing is the flippant way of saying it, but the truth is it is kind of liberating. You just mm-hmm. put the car where you want it, mm-hmm. set the settings, you do your tests, and everything's just you in the moment. Yeah. When yeah, you're dealing yeah. with a human being, there's a psychology element. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> dude, I, it was crazy. You know, um, you know Joe Um Busink? Personally, I no. his fucking name. He's in <laughs> LA like a celebrity wedding photographer. Yeah. And we had him on yesterday, and he's a Canon Explorer of Light. That's how we got him through Canon. And it was crazy. Like, he was telling me his story. He didn't pick up a camera until 45.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah. And and he, yeah.
1: he was a fucking, uh, he was working three part-time jobs and going, getting his doctorate in psychology. And then took a picture of his wife breastfeeding his son and thought, like, this is the most beautiful, intimate thing ever. And he's like, fuck it. I want to completely change. And I want to be a photographer. Like, just that was it. Wow. Yeah. And and I tell them all the time, like, uh, what what was that like? You know, like, I I, I think of, you know, people who amassed a life experience before yeah. they actually become a photographer. Like, how that helps? Well, shit, this dude had a fucking doctorate <laughs> in the way people think, and he's shooting weddings. That's one of the most emotional fucking. Experiences, you know, what I mean, it also makes me think overachiever much. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think he finished him; I mean, he may have dropped out. So I don't know if you're I mean, calling overachiever. I
0: don't right. know about forty five and doctorates, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't pay attention to photography till thirty five.
1: Oh, okay. So, For me, it was end co- of college. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I mean, I grew, that was. Late.
0: I did grow up with it, which was always there. But I helped my dad out. I assisted him, but I hated it.
1: Like, I was about to say. So that's what it is. I like I, it. I know a lot of times people who are kids of photographers. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the family business. You grew up with it. Oh, come on. Every year, get in the picture. And you're like, Mom. And you got the picture of you with like fucking rubber duckies and a little fucking bathtub. And she's showing it in her book. And you're just like mortified. I had friends like that. And yeah, because of that, you were like, I do not want to do that when I get older. And for you, it took two or 30. I had one
0: defining moment yeah. when I helped my dad shoot mm-hmm. weddings, which made me realize A, I don't want to shoot weddings ever. And B, <laughs> Um, people suck. What <laughs> What happened was I was carrying my dad's bags, his Bronica bags, mm-hmm. his circa nineteen ninety something, early nineties. Right. I was carrying his bags, and we walked into a reception. Mm-hmm. All right. So I walk in, I sit down, put the bags down. I'm not even sitting down. Fifteen seconds, and I start unzipping the bags. And here comes marching up to me, the little maid of honor. She pulls up her little dress and skips over and leans over and looks at me and says, "We're not paying you to sit." Wow. And I said, "Well, fuck that! I'm, <laughs> I'm never going to shoot weddings ever. I'll be the assistant, cause my you know, whatever." But I got, I, I, I saw what my dad du- did, and it was right. cool. But I, I, speaking of what we do, I was a graphic designer.
1: For yeah. Oh, 20 there years. you go. Yeah, nice.
0: And a musician, but you don't make money on that shit.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but that's, that's those those moments like that. I was like, "This is too stressful dealing yeah. with people and stuff." So yeah, I never did weddings because of that. But I had some. Interesting experience. I could tell stories all day oh, with my dude, dad.
1: You want, to, you want to get your fucking mind blown? Okay. So this guy, Joe, he shoots celebrity weddings. Yeah. Like, like I think they start at 10K, right? Yeah. Here's Here's the best <laughs> fucking part. Dude, he he literally had me going when he told me this. Yeah. So he shoots very PJ, you know, very photojournalistic style. So I tell him, I go, how do you manage to command the presence from your bride and groom? Because he does amazing, like, editorial style shots. On days where everything's going fucking wrong, yeah. and you have coordinators up your ass, and you have the planners up your ass who don't respect the photographer's time, so I go, "How do you do that?" And he goes, uh, "Actually, I d- I don't do any kind of posing." I go, "Well, yeah, you know, you do the photojournalistic thing." He goes, "No, no, no, you don't understand. Um, I'm my se- I'm a second photo- uh, second shooter." And I go, "Wait, what?" He goes, "I hire first shooters." They're the Yeah, wait, roll with me on this. <laughs> They're the ones who are the face. They're the ones who do all the group shots, the formals, and all the shit I don't want to do. Well, damn. All I do is be present, be a fly on the wall, and shoot amazing things that just come to me in the moment. And he goes, the only person at a wedding who knows I'm really the guy is the bride and groom and their mom. That's it. Everyone else, Aunt Susie, fucking Uncle Bob, right? They're like, Joey, get the photographer. It's because it's never fucking me. They never come to me. He goes, and literally I've seen someone come walking towards me and go, oh, no, no, not him. The other guy, the the main guy. And he goes, bingo. Yes. And I'm like, fucking genius. Because, dude, I hate that shit. I shoot weddings, but I second shoot for that exact reason. I don't want to deal with fucking people yelling at me, standing there doing formal, sweating my ass off, getting yelled at, told I'm an asshole. That's why when me and Jess do them, I'm like, i I can shoot you all day long. You do, you like doing that shit? You go right ahead,
0: dude. People who do weddings consistently and do it well, I have tons of respect for that shit. Yeah, because but they I, also I, have
1: something, something. Yeah, because <laughs> so because he even said it. He goes, dude, if you'd have to do that shit all the time, you get burnt out for real, like bad. Yeah. He's like, and when I was starting out and I was confused, I started offering the formals and all that shit. And I started realizing, hold on, I fucking hate it. Why did I start being a photographer to hate what I do? Right. And he's like, mm mm-mm, mm-mm. so he's like, fuck it. Here's what I do. And it was all his PJ stuff. And people go, well, where's all the formals? And he goes, sorry. I, if, if that bothers you, I'm not your guy. Right. And you know, as a photographer, it's fucking hard yeah. to stick to that. Especially when you're starting out. And he started out in 95. Quick little tidbit, year two, year fucking two, 46, Amy Leibovitz calls him what? to shoot her sister's wedding. No shit. And you know the really funny part? What? She called the wrong person because she thought he was a videographer. And she calls him and goes, so tell me about your gear list. And he goes, he starts mentioning his camera. And she goes, no, 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 you're video cameras. And he goes, I'm not a videographer. I'm a still photographer. <laughs> and and she's like, wait, what? And, and, he, and that was the whole conversation. Yeah. Then he goes, holy shit, it's fucking Annie Woods. He's like, he goes, so he sent her a little book of his work and said, I want to, you should enjoy your sister's wedding. I'll shoot it. Let me shoot it. You enjoy it. And she called him up and goes, it's fucking takes balls, dude. <laughs> and, and literally he shot it. It went, as you can imagine, a fucking <laughs> the fucking, the Woods family wedding went. <laughs> and he goes, I go, so how was it? And he goes, well, I did okay. And I, and I, and it was crazy. And I was going nuts, but he's like, I, two years later, they hired me to shoot her cousin's wedding at her house in New York. He's like, So I guess I did pretty good.
0: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think he did all right. He did pretty good.
1: <laughs> so listen, I'm gonna tease you a little bit. Glamour photographer is like a rite of passage for many photographers, right? I feel like we Yeah, I guess we all start off there and then we take a girl naked. And then just add clothing to, her as we as we keep going in our career.
0: I did notice the language you selected earlier. You said I used to be a glamour photographer. I used to be into cars. So you, you, you I'm still a car you, guy. You passed up what I'm where I'm currently at. So clearly he's a no.
1: I'm still a car guy. I just don't dump twenty grand into my car anymore. <laughs> right. That's what I did, like in high. That'd be Ryan's college. problem. Sorry, Ryan. Yeah, I did that, and I was like, that's still cool. I love the car. And then I was like, when I got into photography, I'm like, wait, I can dump money this, and it makes me money, right? When back then I was street racing and it was just like tickets hits in court and suspending my license and I was like this is not fun. No. Um, but I know for me a lot of the headaches that come along with that genre it's fucking wasn't worth it. You know what I mean? So why do you think it gets a bad rap and and why do you kind of stick it out as as your focus?
0: Well, yeah. Well, it gets. A, I mean, for those who may not know or don't pay attention or maybe give it the bad rap themselves, uh, the reputation that. Quote unquote glamour photographer has is mm-hmm. deserved because the vast majority of the uh, dudes yeah. out there. Are yeah.
1: Just yeah GWCs. And yeah. Everything.
0: And there's a lot of people, a lot of dudes. I'm just going to be straight. A lot of dudes <laughs> who get into this shit just, just to try to hang around chicks. And mm-hmm. there's all kinds of ways you can put it. Like, yeah. well, they can't be around beautiful women all in any other way. So they do this. They buy yeah. a camera. And that's true. Yeah. Um, I don't know what number, 70, 80% of the guys doing it just like to be around hot girls and they mm-hmm. can't do anything. Well, Oddly enough, I will not go into a lot of detail on this, but <laughs> oddly enough, um I started uh shooting my ex-wife. Keep
1: oh, keep yeah, yeah, ex. yeah. We're gonna go into that.
0: Right. And um, <laughs> <laughs> shit. And um I started doing that just right. for for fun. And it was actually her who said, you know, you're kind of good at this, you should keep doing it. And after I, you know, did a lot of shitty photography for a couple of years, I was like, you know it seems really obvious why you do this because you're a dude and glamour models are gorgeous and all that. But I actually, I found like, like for the first time in a long time, I was really burnt out graphic designer mm-hmm. and I'd quit music because I had children and all that. Right. Um. I found I was motivated. I was like artistically excited. And it wasn't just about tits and ass. It was right. like, wow, I'm, I want to shoot. I want to do more. Yeah. And like you said, it is evolving. Like right now, the idea of like, Studio F8 Clarity bikini. I don't give a shit, you know. I'm, I want to go outside in like a badass gown and the yeah. wind blowing in yeah. the mountains. Yeah, like, if ex- I
1: see one more fucking hand bra, I'm gonna lose my right, shit. Right,
0: exactly. <laughs> um, so I'll. I, I, <laughs> Ryan knows that feel. <laughs> Ryan's like hashtag my life. No. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, don't get me wrong. I will shoot that, and I still enjoy right, it. But fancy yeah,
1: bread and butter, right? At
0: the same time, um, the reputation, man, it's totally founded. Oh, but yeah. I found artistic and I I hate calling myself an artist I really, really hate calling myself an artist like for example um, my friend Jaime Ibarra, I call him an artist I call him an artist because he is an artist and he's fucking crazy and I'll tell him that to his face but he's crazy in a beautiful, wonderful way because he's an artist he works when he wants and what motivates him I'm I'm more of a service provider and I know that but at the same time, the artistic side of what I was doing excited me and weirdly enough, this is going to sound strange to segue from glamour into children photography but bear with me (laughs) All right, I'm a dad, I have an 11, 10, 7-year-old, and mm-hmm. I love photographing children, mm-hmm. but I do it very, I, I, I don't want to call it necessarily that way. Like candid? Very candid, yeah. very, I follow them around a park with a long lens, and I get <laughs> i get moments, you know, and, and I like to do that, right, because I don't like sit down and pose and look cute, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I want you to be like, you know, faceplant into a dust, bit, you know, a pile All of right. dirt or something, and I get you, boom, right there, right. things like that, because I have children, and yeah. I'm passionate about my children, right. most, you know, most of the kids are assholes, but mine are cool. And so I like taking pictures of children because I, have a re- I can relate to that. Yeah, And although it's obvious that I can relate to liking beautiful women, at least as I've gotten older, there's actually a very, uh, I mean, I don't want to get serious here, but there's actually a profound artistic satisfaction in the beauty of photographing women. Yeah. And it's not about the TNA. I mean, it's like yeah. people, you go to Vegas and people are like, hey man, let's hit a strip club. I like strip club's my life you know <laughs> yeah I
1: always fucking hated him <laughs> yeah I'm like there's no point it's it. stupid I don't yeah. want
0: to go to that shit I have yeah. no interest in fucking strip clubs but beautiful woman in fully dressed undressed various states of undress it's very motivating and as they get more and more into it I still don't call myself an artist that's pretentious sounding to me but yeah. I have my motivation I so get it
1: saying. I get it though you know yeah. what I mean if you're not a fucking Picasso you're like eh, yeah you know but in a sense it is you know what I mean Yeah. yeah. I can never really put down any genre but to me if there's any artistic element that you bring to the table you know it's not and i hate to say like it's not like e-commerce photography and i don't want to put down i have friends who do that but yeah but yeah it's like you put this down light it boom done you know like the art of it you know whether it's lighting gels whatever or or the model or whatever that when that comes into play yeah that's fucking artistic you know what i mean like you don't have to be wearing a beret and and you know what I mean, like having baguettes in your fucking bike to right to clean that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Um so yeah, like you said, it's it, it's tough, and I'm sure even as a grown ass man with kids, you would still get that shit about sleeping with models and Absolutely. stuff like that. And it, Absolutely. I, I always got it too. And and I was always like, you know what? It's it's a job. Right. Like I you know, and I got to a point. Uh, that I was like almost asexual when it came to like girls getting naked in front of me, and That's I true. wouldn't even bat an eye. I would Don't just, yeah, you know, what I mean, like notice. their yeah. brother, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then <laughs> That's for a weird, while, man. yeah, it's kind of fucking weird, it is. And for a while, you know what it was? I literally would post and be like, I used to giggle like a schoolboy every time I saw a set of tits, right? But now I'm like, I'm kind of dead. They're like dead to me. I go, <laughs> I, that kind of sucks, you know? Like, and you can imagine when you're trying to date. When no, no, oh, you're in yeah, that, yes, oh my god, yes. that you know what I mean? And then it's like they compare themselves to them, and then you're like, right. no, if I wanted to fucking date one of them, I would, but no, I've yeah, <laughs> like come on, they're needy, insecure. Yeah, they're cute, but eh, it's, then that <laughs> means that every bar I go to, I gotta like fight for her honor because some douchebag grabs her ass. I'm I'm good.
0: No, I totally, I God, I totally get you on that, but my. In the last six years that I've been doing this, mm-hmm. it's not everything's gone perfectly well, but that's mainly yeah. business rights. But right. my reputation, my integrity, mm-hmm. I've never compromised it and I never will. Right. That's just how I am. The way I see it is like, for example, my mom, which we mentioned earlier, that's the angry Bronx woman, <laughs> um, she knows my work, she follows my work, she approves of my work, she didn't give a shit. She's that cool. Yeah. But one thing that I do is like if there's something in my photography career that I can't tell my mom I'm doing, I probably shouldn't do it. And I'm not a mama's that's boy a, necessarily. No,
1: but that's a good way of putting it. But it's
0: true. It. Like If I do a shot, that I'm like, I can't show my mom that. I probably shouldn't <laughs> shoot that shit. I've done a few where she's like, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, what? She's like, I don't know about that one. I was like, look, you weren't there. Um, so that's that's kind of a, a benchmark. My parents are super open-minded. Yeah. My dad loves my work. My mom loves my work. They critique my work. But Still, I keep a certain level. People don't think that. They, oh, no, glamour right. photographer, life is just cocaine and sex and orgies and what? It's work. And then I come yeah. home and be a dad and I edit photos for 80 hours a week. Yeah. Tell me where the party is there.
1: Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> I hear you. You know? Uh, so recently you started a new venture with Backyard TV. Yeah. Uh, that features some awesome production value off the bat. You know, like so how that come about? Like, did you pitch the idea? Uh, to companies in the area before starting out? Or did you start on your own, then kind of up the ante and, and you know what I mean? Well, uh,
0: I've actually never told this story, so I'm going to tell you. Oh, okay. Not that it's exciting, but whatever. Um, growing up as a kid, you know, we all have our dreams and fantasies of what we want to do. I always in- imagined myself. Fireman. Our, no, Ashton. No, that shit's dangerous. <laughs> um, I always imagined myself um like somehow having some kind of public persona. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't about ego. Like I was a 10-year-old imagining myself doing this shit, giving interviews, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like doing that. And I don't, I don't mean being the, in the interview, giving interviews, doing <laughs> interviews with yeah. people. I was that person. I was a nine-year-old practicing my autograph. I'm not kidding. I admit it openly. Nice. Um, anyway, so that's kind of like, put that in the back of your mind. That's, that's what's there in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. And then um, when I started this YouTube channel, because people were like, hey, do you do tutorials? I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, sure, let's do tutorials. So a year ago I started doing... Mostly retouch tutorials. And so I started producing video. And I did video in the 90s, by the way. Lots of video. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, I helped my dad, first of all, started video weddings. And then I did commercial TV local shit. But it was yes. digital video in the early days where you'd render like 640 by 480 shit for 10 hours. 12 hours. hours you know. <laughs> and um, so I did video in the 90s, dropped it completely, got back into it because of the YouTube channel. Next thing I know, these days of my 80, 90 hour work week, 40 is video editing. Wow. I'm like, oh, wow, this is... This has changed. But my point is that I used to do, when I started the video channel, I started these like iPhone recorded rants where I would just like, mm-hmm. I have shit to say, I'm gonna say it. So I just right. record it in the car and I would say something. Right. Well, for whatever they're worth, they were well received, uh, often shared quite a bit. Some went semi viral. And I thought that was kind of cool. And um, I was, uh, we were working with some associates because we're kind of making this quasi agency. So I had a lot of photographers at my house often.
1: I heard agencies, you mean agencies, right? Yes. Okay. No,
0: I you know. <laughs> Not so much agencies, <laughs> but agencies. <laughs> Confusing, man. Yeah. So, anyway, we had a lot of photographers at my house frequently. And at nice. one point, I said, you know what? I'm going to go record something in the back. I want to eat rants. But well, this time, we grabbed the camera. Yeah. And Saeed, I believe it was who filmed it Saeed Hassan, who's sort of the director of the show now. And he filmed it. And we put it out there and whatever. And then, was it Joel? Joel Chan who said that? He's always the idea, man. If you guys don't know Joel Chan, you need to look that shit up. Photos is, with Joel. Yeah, what does he do? Well, he's an automotive and commercial photographer. But nice. he's, he's a, we call him the hyper-Asian. <laughs> Actually, he calls himself the hyper-Asian. Yeah. Um, but like, for example, last year in, in the Cosmos suite, he was the loud, obnoxious, funny as hell Asian guy wearing the comic book suit.
1: Nice. Yes,
0: he's that guy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, he said, you should, you should have a YouTube channel show well, you don't threaten me like that because <laughs> when you give me a cool idea, I'm going to make it happen. Right, and right. I'm, uh, the long story short is here we are. And it nice. just kept more and more gear got involved, more and more gear got procured. My audio and video days start coming back. Right. Purchases started happening. You nice. talk about the production value. It's not that great yet compared to what I want it to be, but we figured if we do decent, halfway decent production, just like you do here with all these you know great audio equipment we're sitting here talking into, kind of removes the stigma. As soon as someone hits play, what's this shit about? If it's crap, Yeah, they they don't know why. That layman doesn't know why this sucks. They're just going to turn it off. But if if the production value is good, they they don't get distracted and they go, "I'm going to watch this." So that's why we keep upping the ante on the production value. And
1: and I want to say, I think it's because, like for me, it was just a transition of being a photographer. Yeah, you know, like I'm like, you're a photographer. You you want to do good work. All right, well, fucking invest in yourself. Invest in the gear. Invest in your education, your knowledge, and put at a bar, yeah. Right. So when I transition to this, I know that realistically, if you go on iTunes, eighty percent of the pot they sound like shit. They, right. they, they sound like shit. They so, do. and a lot of them are just stagnant. Like they don't get past episode six. Right. So I was like, all right, get past episode six. Yeah. Get past six months, and make it sound pretty fucking good. And I think I'm right. gonna be okay. You know, absolutely. And and when it's yeah. When I first
0: yeah. heard yours too, I was like, let me see what this is about. <laughs> it's Jose and his iPhone recording people in his car, <laughs> and then. When I hit play, I was like, whoa, hold up a second. He's got a great personality. Boom. And this shit sounds good. Nice. You know, you got a great – I was like, okay, this is legit. I love it.
1: Yeah. Him. I've been told I have a face for radio. So I just naturally I, can't I have this. I know that face. I think we're, I think we're <laughs> twins on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, I mean, you're starting out. You already have a, a, a couple of people pulled into the fold yeah. that are helping. What, what it's like? Tell me about the vision you have for this show and, and what's in store.
0: Well, when we first started, it was – just me talking, like I said, the rants, mm-hmm. very quickly. We were like, no, 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 we got to do educational bits. Because right. that, okay, apart, this is probably saying too much, but what's, yeah, what's, someone's uh, someone's vibrating? No, that's my phone, okay. don't worry okay, about okay. it. Okay, anyway, um, I decided, no, we got to do some educational bits too. Mm-hmm. You know, I have, oddly enough, now three YouTube channels. What? And so I was like, well, okay, that's fine. But, you know, there's a lot of crossover here. Like if we have a lighting tutorial on this new one, what's the point of the other two? Right. So, we had to quickly delineate what the three differences right, are. Get, right, Get more focused. Yeah. Right. So what we do is on on the backyard show, by the way, it is filmed in my backyard. That's oh, the right. reason oh, for I saw. it. I right. saw the
1: little patio table with the leaves yeah. on it and shit. That, yeah. It's authentic.
0: But one of, one of the jokes is that, that we, we, these episodes are in editing right now, you haven't seen mm-hmm. them. One of the jokes is like, the backyard, and it's going to be in New Orleans, the backyard in Vegas, and eventually going to go, You're never actually in the fucking backyard, are you?
1: <laughs> <You're> <laughs> but, like, but but it goes back to our grassroots. Right. We started. Yeah, no, yeah. but
0: what we do is, like, we, the, the team can't always travel. And by the way, I should probably mention the team. The yeah. co host is Stacy Butcher, who was, I originally called her in, um, a reference from some people in town, because I, I knew I wanted a co host because mm-hmm. I thought I can't carry it by myself. Right. And A, she was a model. Mm-hmm. Um, and B, it's just a, a co host, a different demographic, a different vibe. Right. Well, um, when she came in, it, it clicked. It worked perfectly. Nice. Right. And it was like a, a lot of people say that she's a perfect compliment to mm-hmm. me because I'm chatty and obnoxious. And she's, <laughs> <laughs> she's obnoxious too, let's just be honest, but in a cool way. Um, so that's Stacey Butcher. She came in and did that. Um, right. Ryan is a, often camera operator and audio. So Saeed Hassan, Joel Chan comes over from time to time. Who else okay. has come over? James Stender, Brad Rock Brown, these guys, I'm just giving them shout out so they don't yell at me later. Yeah. Um, anyway, so my point is that we have this this team. We can't always go everywhere. Like, for example, Ryan and I are here. Right. So Ryan and I are filming all this shit out in Nelson, and the mining town, mm-hmm. doing all this stuff. So we, we we record a bunch of clips there. Right. Then when we come back, Stacy and I record an intro and an ending in the backyard nice. to kind of lead into it. It's like, yeah. ch- okay, check out what we did. We talk about it a little bit. Right. We harass each other a little bit. And then we go into the montage or whatever it is. And then we do a wrap up about it. So we can't always go everywhere. But yeah. like, for example, the Miami trip, most of the team is going to that, including Stacy's going to that. I think Joel's coming with me to St. Louis and things like that. So basically, I'm. it made sense that if we're going to do the show, we got to have an entertainment aspect. I'm getting to the answering your question finally. <laughs> um, it's not just tutorials. I have a right. channel for that. Right. It's not just 90 minute Premium-length tutorials, I have a channel for that. Mm -hmm. It's not just education in general. I write and I I teach, that's fine. So the show is evolving in an educational, but hopefully educational aspect. Mm -hmm. But I'm fully aware, like any sitcom, like any show, anything at all, it has to evolve. It can't be forced. So we're 12, 13 episodes in with four or five in editing right now. And I was like, let it be more entertainment. Kind of like what we're doing now. We're just talking shit, right? I want the show to become more and more irreverent. And the more comfortable we all get doing it, Hopefully it'll be entertaining right. and educational. So it's less welcome. We're going to teach you how to do some lighting. Here's how we start. Hello
1: and welcome to the right? inside of right, Batista no. Studio.
0: It's going to be like check this shit out. It happened in New Orleans. Ryan got arrested. Check this clip out. You know oh, Ryan. <laughs> he, he gets pulled over a lot.
1: Wait, did you actually get arrested or no. he's just forecasting? It's going to fucking happen now.
0: They did set off alarms though. <laughs> they set off alarms. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. No. They were climbing shit. They shouldn't climb. Anyway. That's how it happens. Um, but yes, yeah, so that that's what I want to do. I want the show to hopefully mm-hmm. go in an entertainment direction mm-hmm. that still has some value. I'm never going to do gimmicky shit. I'm not right. going to intentionally try to do a viral shit or anything just controversy for the sake of it. All right, click Right. I want it to be interesting, but at the same time, let it go however it goes. I want it to be entertaining nice. and irreverent and yeah. uncensored. Nice. Right now it's pretty tame, but it is evolving.
1: Right, right, right. right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it for me... Uh, like you said the same thing that 's why I brought Stevie on, you know, yeah. like when I started this, it was just me, and the first episode was with two other guys, and we had that round table kind of banter and and I was like yeah i kinda I kind of want that you know, yeah. so but the same thing, like you just said stevie can 't come to everything he couldn 't come here right um you know so that 's why Jess started stepping in when she could, and when we started doing the fifteen minute episodes, man, it was fucking hard <laughs> and i I can talk, but to talk and just me for 15 minutes, yeah. it was really fucking hard. So luckily she helped out with those and, and they're getting pretty fun. So being based out of Texas, how have you found like that photo community out there? You know, obviously for a lot of oh, people, Lord. when they think of Texas, photography isn't the first thing that jumps to their minds.
0: No, it's oil and cows. And yeah. Serial killers. Right. Um. It's basically tech. No, I'll be honest with you. I have a strong opinion on this because. Go on. Houston, yes. Houston specifically. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Houston specifically is not a small town. It's about right. to take over Chicago in every demographic, wow. right? So it's a huge fucking city. So every stereotype you've ever heard of Texas, if you don't live there, every stereotype is true. <laughs> However, um Houston has opportunity, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. And I've oversaturated the town because that's where I'm based. So mm-hmm. I mainly just work there. I do my edits. I host a couple of events, maybe. And I travel. But mm-hmm. it's a great town with a lot of opportunity. And I, don't, I realize it more and more in my travels. You go to Cincinnati, Ohio, and you get out, you walk around on town, downtown, you're like like a little bitty small town. You right. to, Take it for granted. Houston's not LA and New York, but it's almost Chicago, and it's about to take over. And my point is that it is actually really fucking cool. There's a lot of opportunities. It's a lot of diversity. There's big business. Yes, it's all dominated by oil. When the gas prices go down, everybody shits their pants. Right. But it it's a good opportunity. There's actually a good town. The, the photo community. I go to forty cities a year. Sometimes the photo community is like every city. Mm. There's good shit. There's bad shit. There's yeah. there's gossip. There's cattiness, but there's also awesome people too. Nice, nice. So, and it's very large. Yeah, yeah.
1: Nice. So uh, recently, I know you you've dealt with some some real personal struggles. Yeah. You know? uh, do you feel like those kind of times help you become a, a better artist? Or even maybe like they possibly make you, do they make you like reassess your priorities with your work? I mean, I know when it immediately happened, um, you, and, and like I said, we've been friends and, you know, with F stoppers and other stuff. And it was just like you, you, and rightfully so you're just like, I had to put all my shit on hold. Like just, I need to fucking get my shit straight. I need to just be with my kids and figure all that out and figure out life. All that shit. Well, I'll go back into it when I can. Yeah. Um, and now you're kind of coming out of it. So is that kind of like where your head's at? Cause I, I know for me, it sucks to say this, as most artists, you do your best shit when you're in the worst fucking place personally. True. You know, you look at like Adele, <laughs> girl that's broken up with Taylor Swift, and Grammys, right. and then now she like got. I don't know if she got married, but she had a kid, and now I'm like, oh shit, what's a happy Adele gonna be like? Like, is right. it, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I hate to say it, is that is it gonna be boring, dude? You know?
0: I'll tell you, I come, I was, and I still am, but right. I was an active musician for many years, and I that's absolutely true. When you're down and out, feeling like shit, music comes out of you, and. Yeah. I consider my I'm actually more passionate about music than photography.
1: Mm-hmm. What, kind, what kind of music do you, you play?
0: In, in, all over. Nice. Just anything. I play guitar and bass, but um I like everything from the heaviest of metal to jazz to I mean, I'm all over the place. Nice. But I also like some kind of weird shit too. But um, my point is I can relate on music, but as a photographer, we going back to what I said earlier, I'm not a self declared artiste okay. or anything so you, like that.
1: You but you look at it more with, with with uh more black and white and just saying it's it's what I do. It's a business. It is, but
0: that's just it. That's what I was getting right. to is that I spent. For those who don't know, there's a long fucking story, but the, basically what it culminated in mm-hmm. is a 16-year marriage ending in October of 2015. However, 2015, apart from the, the divorce, was the worst year of my life. Trauma mm-hmm. of all kinds, which I won't go into now. Um, most people know about it because it was unfortunately very public. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately, very public. The public was really awesome, actually. Um, but 2015 was the worst year of my life. So now that I emerged from it, no one literally died. My children are still a big part of my life, blah, blah, blah. I feel free. I feel liberated is what I'm saying. 2016 feels like nothing's impossible. Right. If, I, if I survive fucking 2015, 2016 is going to be amazing. Yeah. So I'm, no, I went through my dark period, of course. I faced yeah. down in a ditch, just, you know, people like Ryan and other friends dragging me out of the ditch. I go back in uh, for a long <laughs> time. And, and the, I realized, A, I enjoy my children more. Mm-hmm. B, I enjoy my friends more, mm-hmm. and C, I enjoy my work more. Yeah. So yeah, after I emerged from the, all that shit last year, I am all the stereotypes reborn, Renaissance, rejuvenated, whatever you want to fucking call it. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm 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 enjoying life for the first time in a couple of years. Like nice. really, really, really. I feel like I've like a re met my kids. I'm like, oh well, shit, you guys are fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Let's go bar. Let's go do stuff. You yeah, know. Yeah. Um, and enjoy my friends and just it is not even about um prototypical kind of oh yeah you got rid of that ball and chain because you're divorced now you can go have fun No, it's not even that it's not even that it's more like there was some there was some things that shouldn't be going on for a while there right. and now they're not going on and I'm liberated
1: right yeah and, and dude you know like you said I'm not gonna lie it, it, for me uh, 2015 I mean that's how I got to what I'm doing now mm-hmm. um, was was pretty fucking shitty yeah 2015 you know? can die in a fire <laughs> and. You know, it was it was getting laid off. It was you know struggling to find work, and then getting angry. Yeah. That's the name. You know what I mean? That's and and, and and like punching holes in doors and shit. And that's yeah. not me. You know what I mean? Like right. being short with my kids, and 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 I was like, like you said, I, I had to reassess everything. Mm-hmm. And and that's when I started doing this and started writing more and doing that because I said, you know what, I'm gonna do my own thing. Like, it, you can beat your head against the wall trying to have other people give you a chance. Or you can say, fuck it, I'll do it on my own, and, and whatever happens, happens, but at least I can say I'm making more progress, yep. you know? And, and like you said, for you, it was kind of the same thing, you know, that, that once you went through the motions, and you gotta go through the fucking motions, yep. uh, then you can say, all right, I'm okay, no one died, you know, I like, this. I don't have a, you know, drug habit, right. I'm not an alcoholic, I'm not getting arrested, <laughs> I didn't kill anyone, things are okay, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, So are there any kind of like personal projects you've been working on or or what are your thoughts on personal projects?
0: No, uh, you should ask Mm. personal projects is something that I ignored for too long for a couple of years because reasons. (laughs) And, um,
1: (laughs) because reasons (laughs) we
0: just leave it at that. And full stop. (laughs) Um, and now I'm actually doing because you know okay let's go back a second mm-hmm. especially photographers who shoot portraits especially model photographers and especially especially glamour photographers mm-hmm. the idea of like a, what they call trade shoot TF whatever you yeah. want to call it is just the oh it's evil who does that shit don't do it you're ruining the industry blah 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 okay but personal projects which is not just you get approached by an individual who wants to shoot let's do it for free just cause no no like you plan something out you find a talent to make it happen you find out they want to collaborate you plan it you ex- execute it. The end result should be some badass images, but some kind of growth, right? And I ignored that for years. Mm-hmm. And I think it was—it might have been Clay Clay Cook who said
1: oh, nice. called you out or
0: no, and he didn't. He should though, but he didn't. No, I think I think he just said in passing, or maybe it wasn't him. Sorry Clay, if I'm citing you wrong. But it was a, he he said or someone said that
1: um, hashtag not Clay Cook
0: right not Clay <laughs> Cook um, said something like something to the effect of you make your money off your mm-hmm. clients and you make your reputation off your personal work mm-hmm. and I was, that that resounded deeply with me and I was like you know what I need more personal projects I have some that are 9 weeks in post production so far I'm just planning and backing mm-hmm. plates and test edits and this and that I've got some coming up and yeah I'm excited no it's no money in it but I if it takes my something forward mm-hmm. my my myself right. as an artist like yeah. my whatever it, it, these personal projects yeah I've got a few going on
1: nice so. and like you said it yeah. took you it took you a bit yeah. but now you're starting to realize the benefits of it and yeah. and yeah it's there's something to say. Business uh, acumen aside, when you say that you never pick up your camera unless you're getting paid, it's kind of shady. That's not true. Yeah, no you know what mean? I, I mean. And I I did it for a while. I'm not gonna lie. I worked. We'll... I worked in a studio, and I told him like, <laughs> when I got out of work, the last thing I want to do is pick up a camera, look at a computer, mm-hmm. edit more images. So I said, the only time I do is if I get paid. And and then after a while, I hated myself, and I said, fuck that, I'm not gonna do that anymore. <laughs> Um. So now these last couple of questions, we're gonna get a little deep. Down. All right, we're going like second level inception. All right. Uh, what's the biggest risk you've taken in your artistic career?
0: Oh shit! Biggest. You know, the biggest risk probably. Mm-hmm. Um. It, I think it's probably just completely transitioning from graphic designer to glamour photographer, knowing um the reputation. Because I went mm-hmm. from gra- my graphic design work was all very commercial, corporate, business. Right. Very conservative. Right. And then I decided because business was slow, in a period of six months, now I was a glamour photographer.
1: Whee, let's see what happens. <laughs> You're like a strap on the bandana, let's fucking do this. Right. And it's like everyone hates <laughs> it.
0: Yay. So a couple of things happened. You know, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, the economy crashed, right then when I made the decision. Yay. And so <laughs> I think it might have been related, I'm not sure. Long long story short, we went from at the time, my ex wife and I with kids yeah. went from a house. To a small apartment, to my ex-wife getting laid off, to me deciding I'm going to do this, to 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 it goes on from there. It's kind mm-hmm. of like, why are you freaking doing this? Mm-hmm. Go get a real job. That shit, right? yeah. So just starting it was the biggest risk. Since then, right. it's been pretty easy um, in terms of business and artistic risk. But I think just starting it was an enormous risk,
1: right? Yeah. So
0: I might, that's my why I might have like a false sense of confidence because I was like, oh shit, I just decided to do this and here I am, yeah. But no, I haven't done a bigger risk than that. The travel stuff. Lots of traveling. I guess that's risky, but no, not compared to just starting it. Because right. I, I, was just laying in bed at night, staring at the ceiling, going, "What the fuck am I
1: doing?" <laughs> you know,
0: that <laughs> I had to do something.
1: Right. <laughs> no, I mean, and and you said it, dude. And believe me when I tell you, I'm I'm in it. You know what I mean? Like, and, you know, come on. Like, I, you know, I got two little kids, uh, ten and nine, and and you know, saying, hey. That's cute. Making money, that thing—that's yeah, nice and all, but yeah. you know. And I, I teach like at night, and I do writing. I, I obviously bust my ass to to make other ends meet. But yeah. But, but I, you know, for me, it was like, nah, no, dude, this this feels right. Uh, the like you said, the amount of, uh, I don't want to say, uh, like how fulfilling it is, you know, to sit with friends, to sit with complete strangers, like Joe yesterday. Dude, I will be honest. I'm like, ah oh, fucking wedding photographer, great. You know? And, and we sat down, dude blew my fucking mind. And and I was I told him like, dude, you're Zen as fuck. Like I never would have guessed this from some hearty toady LA, you know, wedding photographer. Right. And um and that's what I love about it. You know what I mean? Like I I get to literally I, I would say selfishly kind of uh reverse engineer people I admire, people I respect, people whose work I like. Totally. And say, hey, like let's let's fucking get into it, and let's be real about it too, you know. And and you know how a lot of it is, you can sit there and say, well, I love shooting with this gear, I love this lens, and this is why I do what I do, and I love, love these soft boxes and the, the sponsored, right? And instead, right. it's like, yeah, dude, I'm fucking scared shitless, and yep. uh, you know, I wake up every day going, I'm kind of scared, but kind of right. cool that I'm doing this on my own, you right. know? Or
0: little and, things like, hey, I paid rent this month. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs>
1: Like, do a little dance. Uh, all right. So what would you say is your most meaningful moment in your career thus far?
0: Meaningful moment? Shit. Um, I don't know. That's a, that is a deep question, mm-hmm. man. Told you, bro. Meaningful moment in my career. What is the most meaningful moment in my career? I Gosh, this is going to sound rude, I guess, but there's been so many.
1: Yeah, nothing I've, had, wrong with that. I've
0: had been blessed very much so. So there's a lot of cool shit nice. happening, you know. So most meaningful moment of my career is no. very difficult to call. Yeah, no, no, no worries.
1: <laughs> so uh, on the flip side, what's the biggest regret you've had in your career?
0: Oh, oh, not starting photography 15 years ago.
1: Nice. Not like, not starting sooner. Yeah, and that, that because, was just, yeah. Yeah, because
0: I'm I'm in terms of something I can make money on, I'm a mm-hmm. better photographer than I've been anything else. Mm-hmm. So it was like wait until 35 years old to get on this. Whatever, it's, it's history, it's done, but it would have been cool maybe to start yeah. at 2021, 20, pay attention mm-hmm. to what dad was doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Right? Who knows not, where I'd be today? Yeah, yeah.
1: Not be like, fuck, dad, I don't want to. I mean, I thought it was
0: cool what he did, but I just, it was, it was just not there. I paid right. attention to his music. He's also a musician. I actually, real quick on that, I always tell my dad, I go, Dad, you may be like a, a graphic designer, photographer, bass player, and so am I, but don't get cocky.
1: Mm-hmm. It's because I became you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. you... I don't know if like looks wise you look like your father, but for me it's I'm like a fucking clone, and it's really? scary. And people, <laughs> when we're like, in the same room. We're both loud. We're both, you know, like we, we, we'll drink and we'll flirt, and and literally people will see us and go, "Oh my god, you are totally his son." And then now like, I get a little older, a <laughs> little bigger, beard coming in, hair going out. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I know that story. If I think I this bandana. Yeah, like, yeah, it's gone, man. And
1: then and then it's like. Fuck, I'm my dad, and and, and again, dude. I, like for you, my dad's my one of my biggest heroes. You know yeah, what I, I mean? Like I love him. He's the smartest, coolest dude yeah. I know. But there's a little element of like, <sighs> you know. All right, so time for deep one. If you couldn't yeah. share your work with anyone, anyone, not Ryan, not your kids, no one, would you still shoot?
0: Say that again. If I couldn't what?
1: You couldn't share your work with anyone. If
0: I couldn't share my work with anyone, could not. If I couldn't shoot. what I still shoot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No. Yeah, yeah. And the reason why is that that's comes to my music days. I was fully aware that any artist who does any type of art that's perceived in some obvious way, mm-hmm. visual art especially, to claim that you only do it for yourself,
1: I call bullshit. Yeah, and you know what? That <laughs> and it's funny cuz literally it's this question is down the middle, right down the fucking middle. Yeah. And the only thing I can say is when people answer it's Straight away. Like, you know, some people go, no, the, 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 what I feel when I see people experience my work, uh, I if I can't do that, fuck it, no. Other right. people are like, dude, I, I, I even just walking out my iPhone, I'll take pictures because I like the way something looks and I'll never fucking, I won't even look at it. I won't upload it. I won't show it to anyone. It's just yeah. for me. Yeah. So in that sense, like, I'll always shoot. And I can see both. I can honestly see both sides. Um, but one, one, some way someone said it recently was, It'd be like if you were a singer, and you recorded the most emotional, emotive, amazing fucking track, and never played it ever.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think that based on in the context of your question. It's not realistic, obviously, because why, why would I never be able to show my foot? That's, that's fucking weird But <laughs> say. But um, if that was true. If I yeah. took that into account, put suspension of disbelief aside um, <laughs> and said, yes, I can't, then it'd be weird. So if I, if I took the question into account for real, no, mm-hmm. no, I wouldn't. Because, yeah, I, I'll, I'll grab my camera and take pictures of random shit, look at it and delete the card. That was fun. I'll play my guitar to myself in my bed at night and no one will overhear it. Yeah. But to do something consistently that's satisfying? No, people got to hear it. People got to yeah. see it. Yeah. I think as an artist. So, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't do it in that strange world you've created. <laughs> I, I don't think I'd shoot anymore.
1: I'm so sorry you lost <laughs> your imagination along the way. <laughs> Fucking jackass. Um, I just
0: turned 40. I think I had to turn in my imagination at the door at that point. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad you probably raised your kids like a Gestapo. It's great. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, listen, Nino, you know, thank you. Thanks for taking the time thank out. Thanks for finally coming and getting on to meet. Uh, and, and sitting with us so man. where can people check out your stuff and learn more about what you do
0: okay well luckily I have a nice unique name so um, you go to Google and type in Nino Batista everything happens after that um, ninobatista.com is the main way by the way I have a website actually for the first time in years oh, it's not really? much but I was a website designer who didn't have a website for four years well, so I mean how,
1: many, how many mechanics go home and have a bunch of project cars that don't yeah, run other than Ryan no. <laughs> <laughs> everyone every I've known
0: right uh, no, so there's that but, but if I may plug the yeah, show we do. go right ahead. Um,
1: that's, Wh- that's why we do that, this.
0: That URL is uh, relatively new, but it's bkyd.tv, strangely yeah. enough. But yeah, backyard. the, the
1: dot other ones are, so, I don't know if they're yeah. like starting to catch on or...
0: I don't know, I don't care. Yeah, no, but, but the, the dot TV <laughs> one's good. Like yeah. we were thinking about
1: leaving like dot radio or something for ours. Right.
0: But. I did it because... Um, all it does right now is just take you to the YouTube channel But mm-hmm. it's a hell of a lot easier to remember Than the freaking URL we currently have on YouTube So it's bkyd.tv and it takes you to the YouTube channel Or go to YouTube and look up my name But those are the two main places um, mm-hmm. I am quite a lot on social media It's kind of a job really yeah. And a lot of people ask me, hey do you work? Because you're like on Facebook all day And I'm like, hey, <laughs> first of all,
1: yes Second of all, kind of. yeah. And That's what you have three monitors for. Right, exactly. <laughs> one's got Netflix, one's got Facebook, and maybe Photoshop. Right. Yeah. And Pornhub.
0: <laughs> anyway. Um, no, but yeah, Nino Batista on, on, thankfully, with a unique name. I'm not John Smith. No, Google, dude, I'm, get you I'm
1: fucking John Smith in Puerto Rico, man. Yeah, I, you I could never get my email. I can never get my URL. It fucking sucks. Change your name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I was thinking about? You know what I thought about? What? So. You know, in Puerto Rico, like uh, nicknames for Jose, one of them was like Che, right? Like yeah, Che Guevara. Che. So I was thinking about doing Che and my mother's maiden name, so Che Rivera. Che Rivera. It's like fucking like an actor name, right? Dude, that's like that's like, that's yeah. like a Vegas singer. Yeah, yeah. Either I'm a lounge singer, action star, or porn star. I don't know which one, right. but but yeah. Right.
0: That's che Rivera, right? 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 Do yeah. people do people know we're both Puerto Rican? That's why we're talking about this shit. Uh, no. I don't know.
1: So two Puerto Ricans. I think. Bar. Well,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Were you? I don't know, Were you born there?
1: Uh, no, I was. I was born in Philly. Philly. Mm-hmm. Do they allow Puerto Ricans in there? Apparently. Wow. Yeah. There's actually a really, really vibrant Puerto Rican part of Philly. I think it's uh, pretty
0: much a vibrant Puerto Rican part of everywhere.
1: Yeah. Chicago's got a really big. Yeah. Puerto if
0: Rican. Look community. at the census. There's how many on the island? Like 79 million.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're both Puerto Rican, but yeah. I was born on the island, but I moved to Houston when I was four. Oh, okay. So I go back there. I'm still duty stuff myself. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it's like, I, I tell people, like, oh, well, you weren't born there. I was like, yeah, but my immediate family and like one, or, one uncle and one aunt are the only people in the States. Like everyone. So yeah. I spend summers down there and my cousins would come for summers and we, we go like every year. Yeah. So, all right. Last but not least, who's someone that you would like to hear us talk to on the show? Don't have to be a photographer per se, mm-hmm. but anyone who's just a creative that's doing cool shit. Cool shit. That's a good
0: one. Who should be on this show? Not that I know who all has been on the show already. <laughs> uh, um, I, would, I would say Renee, which I may, I'm going to see Renee in, in a couple hours. I'm shooting her. Oh, nice. Eye. Yeah. Nice. Pretty excited about that. But you already did Renee. Yeah. I know that. Because we, we, we played the swear word drinking game and one of us had alcohol. Poisoning. Really? No, we didn't. Uh, but was, that's usually I what
1: think, we do. <laughs> I used to do that in high school. You remember the movie Belly? Huh? Belly? No. No? Oh, no. You didn't you know, like hip-hop, rap? I like did, but no. Okay, so it was like DMX, Method Man, Nas. Oh, okay, that's right after my era. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was all, it uh, came out when I was in high school, so like 97, 98. And um, it it was just like, you can imagine, you know, DMX being the lead role in a movie. It was just swear words out the ass. So yeah. literally, we would just play it every time, every time someone cursed, we'd, we'd take a swig of beer. And someone's oh, going to die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah. So Gosh, who, who, who yeah. would be great on the show?
0: Um, in this podcast, I think that's a good question.
1: I don't hurt yourself.
0: We'll say Ryan. No, um, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan would be good, but
1: <laughs> Ryan's already shaking it. his head. No, he's like, no, fuck it. Thank you. But no, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go big, go big. Eric Almus oh there you go he does fucking great work yeah, he does <laughs> you know what let's take some swings we're doing we're doing swings we'll take some swings and if anyone has a great working relationship with him let us know right because a warm lead is always better than you know just Absolutely. fucking emailing the abyss all right <laughs> you know again thank you for coming out uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your trip. I know we're going back tonight. You're going to be here for a couple more days. Right? No, we leave tomorrow morning. Oh, tomorrow morning. Okay. Yeah. Either way, enjoy the last day here. <laughs> uh, and hopefully see each other soon. Thanks, man. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye, everybody.